What's good, y'all? It's your boy C Row Money Money. That's C dot R O double dollar sign. Host of the Nerding with Friends podcast. I'm joined today with my co-host, Codename Comet. Yo, what's going on, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds? It's your boy Codename Comet. How y'all doing this morning? <laughs> Keep mixing it up on me. Uh, we here today, and that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Hit y'all at any time of the day. Welcome back to any of our old listeners. Welcome to any new ones. And uh, let's just get things started today. We're going to talk about Sony. Because Sony, Sony was in their bag this week. Out here doing big, big, big things. A lot, a lot of stuff came out of Sony this week. So we're going to get straight into it. Starting with um, you gamers out there. And the PS5 is out. These things have been selling like hotcakes. I don't know where that saying came from, but they should change it. The them shit's been selling like PS5s. <laughs> they are nowhere, but everybody has one. You know, it was just fucking crazy at the same time. It's like them bitches hitting the shelves and they off the shelves at the same damn time. You think you gonna get you, you gonna get you one? I'll probably wait till next year sometime maybe like uh towards the middle of the year maybe mm-hmm. um maybe springtime at the earliest now have you got it is are there any games that you're excited for like i'm, I'm most, exclusive i'm mostly excited for the um gotham knights game that's kind of what i've been waiting on Cause yeah. I, when I got my PS4, I waited a little bit for that. At the time, it was because the funds wasn't there, mm-hmm. but it ended up working out because they released the um, Arkham Knight, and I got the Arkham Knight bundle. It came with the mm-hmm. game. You know, you got the silver PS4 with the Batman on it, and yeah. the silver controller. And, you know, I plan on keeping the PS4 for as long as it'll it'll run, but down the line, that's a collector's item. And it'd be cool to get like the Gotham Knights version or another bundle on a you know a a Sony exclusive with that Miles Morales game that's coming out. Gotta get you a Miles Morales. See, for me, um, I I I mean I have been Microsoft since I think I was like eleven years old. Me and my uncle talk about it all the time. Boo this man. <laughs> it, it was the day that you know the the great selection was made, and um, you know he asked the, he asked me and my brother, do we want uh, a GameCube, a PS2, or an Xbox? And at the time, we were really big on playing with like multiple people. So you know, being you know huge Nintendo fans, we actually went with the GameCube. Smart, but like a couple smart. years later. I mean, yeah, GameCube was the superior uh, console to me at the time. Nintendo's always been very underrated to me. Yeah, they they, they do things that other people don't, and they do it well. That's why, like, my next console is going to be a Switch. But after that, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm I'm jumping ship. I'm going to jump on the the Sony bandwagon for the first time in, I don't know, since I lucked up on a PS2. But um, yeah, so you know, talking talking about the the next great Spider Man or Arachnid, as some may say, yeah, that Miles Morales is gonna be uh, looking pretty dope. And um, 
I watched uh, my homeboy play like majority of the first one. And, you know, these Spider-Man games look like something else. Like they kind of get that same kind of Assassin's Creed, uh, Arkham Knight kind of fighting style, but you just get get it with your favorite characters. And then when you're playing with Peter Parker, I mean, this the name is in the, like the, the the gold is in the name, like all the stuff that he can, he's able to do between you know his web slingers and his spider sense and his ability just to fight and bounce, you know, cling to walls and. Who has a better rogues gallery other than him or Batman, you know? Yeah, I think the um the Batman game is kind of like the best comparison. You know, Sony really only has the Spider-Man property when it comes to superheroes that's mm-hmm. you know like marketable. And you can see, you know, Marvel came out with a game. It was earlier this year, sometime last year, with the it's like the Marvel's Avengers game, right? Yeah, yeah, and that didn't <laughs> go well. That that didn't go well at all. Yeah. This is like the one aspect that Marvel did not do as good as Sony in this particular area because you have that. access to this huge roster of characters, and it's like. Why would you not try to make this game as diverse as popular as possible? From what I saw, it was kind of like the same generic moves between the characters, no matter who you were playing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm all for diversity and inclusiveness, but there's no way they should have tried to sell this game off the back of Miss Marvel. And, I don't I don't know who they were trying to market it to. I don't know what the demographic was. I, I don't even blame it on that. I blame it on because I think where they did where they felt like a lot of the story was going to sell is also the you know or the game was going to sell is the story, which was a good story, but what I think they missed their mark on is the style of play. They kind of made it too much of a uh, directed, you know, one line story. Um, and had they made it more like if you ever played the Spider Man games, it's damn near open world. And I think open world is the future of gaming because at this point in life, you know, we want that, that, um, freedom to do whatever the hell we want. That's how we play video games. So I feel like, you know, had they made it more like on the lines of a Spider-Man game where it's like they can go just about anywhere. Hell, like, you know, what people want wanted out of that that game and what they overhyped to us was GTA Avengers style. And mm-hmm. it's not what we got. <laughs> yeah. I can agree with that. But uh, I didn't get it, but I didn't either. I told myself to, I wasn't getting the list. They weren't too happy. It, unless it was uh, under $15. Oh, uh, you know, on the Sony store, I'm sure they'll put it out free eventually. That's how I feel about the Game Pass. A game but, Pass. Uh, the Xbox Game Pass. It's oh, basically oh, like the Sony yeah, equipment. I don't know nothing about that trash. Why you niggas just gonna hate and hate, boy? Get that trash out here, man. Even though I have heard that the Xbox 
Um, what is it even called now? The Series X. Wow. All right. I heard. Yeah, that it's thing. not. It's, it's really. It, it's. It's not the most. Uh, what's What's the word? Um, creative <laughs> title by any means. Yeah, whatever that thing is. I heard it more powerful, but you know, Sony uh-huh. has never steered me wrong before. The graphics look amazing. I think they make you know better games. You got Destiny. You got. These, um, Microsoft gets Destiny, but I mean, but what? Oh, it's just this. This there. To me, what Sony does well, and one of the reasons why they're able to do it well is that they incorporate a lot of anime-related games. And part of the reason why they're able to do that is because of the acquisition of Funimation um, a couple of years back. Uh, if you if you notice a, in a lot of the Japanese titles go to Sony they don't go to anyone else um, if they do go to anyone else they may you know land in Nintendo's hands but you know it's kind of like no no disrespect to Nintendo they make their games a little bit differently like if you want it just like you know uh, an, an action pack you know with the story you're looking more for like your 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 general your, your general console like a sony uh so like if, if i'm looking for hell even the fairy tale game i gotta pick up me a ps4 um so to me like that's one thing that sony will always have that edge uh, they have such a vast array of titles um and i don't think microsoft you know it, i don't think that's i don't think that's the the game that they need to be playing See what I did there, but uh, <laughs> but um, I think that Sony is—they is, kind of got that sewed up, you know. At, for at this point, you know, you you really can't do anything about it. Yeah, and fuck all this game and shit. That we can go on to the next topic about Sony. Uh, Cop and Crunchyroll, the merger and Warner Brothers been waiting for. Funimation and Crunchyroll are finally one. Does this make Sony the king of anime when it comes to streaming? No disrespect to Verve, but they can't keep up with this. They they got both. Exactly, Verve just Verve probably out here smiling right now. Verve somewhere like. Laying in, laying in the dough, like I'm ready, Sony. Take me too. <laughs> and do they even need Verve at this point? Man, Sony. See, the, the funny thing about this is, and I'm pretty sure I talked about this like off screen, but it makes sense why Sony is able to rock the way they do in the way that, and it makes sense why they were able to fight back with Disney. You know, when they had their little scuffle when they, you know, when they did because Sony makes their moves. You know, they make little power plays like this, you know, to to see what animation or anime and animation has been doing for the, you know, the U.S. culture right now. Well, let's not forget Sony. Sony makes its money in other ways. Sony, Sony's got TVs and cameras They make a damn good camera that. They're really good in that technology field. So when people start dissing like Sony movies, like, hey, that's just extra. And now that they've done all these <laughs> that's just a little sideline invention. They don't need that. Yeah, that's not their bread and butter and creation, but through these acquisitions, you know, 
they're going to start bringing in more money. It's, I guess just to me, it's just like a matter of time before Sony becomes like on the level of a Disney in the land of electronics and, you know, media. At the end of the day, it's going to be Amazon, Google, Facebook, Disney, and now Sony's trying to get in there. You know what I'm saying? When the world is divided by the five major companies, Sony's trying to push their way for a rebellion kingdom. Uh-huh. My question is, I'm wondering if, and I haven't seen anything about it, if Crunchyroll is going to be leaving like HBO Max. Um, that's a good question because with or HBO, if isn't that the only one that's like that has a connection to Warner Brothers? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. So, damn. So that's like they really work in every angle. They might just stick it. They might just leave it there. Like, why not? Why not? find a way to kind of bridge the gap as far as services are concerned. Like, unless you're trying to create your own service, you know, separate, which, I mean, do they really need to? Unless they're really trying to put, like, like the way I see it, unless you're really trying to push people onto the the Funimation website, hell nah, bro, get that bread. So you're saying Funimation... So you're saying Crunchyroll shouldn't be on HBO Max anymore? No, I'm saying if you, I, I'm saying if there's a, uh, uh, actually the opposite. I'm saying that right now, if if that, that relationship is creating success, leave it as is. If you can add more to it by not necessarily changing Crunchyroll, but absolving the Funimation accounts into Crunchyroll to make Crunchyroll more of a bigger thing, then. Um, then you know then do that but if it's like you if you're gonna once again if you're gonna do that like absolve the Funimation into Crunchyroll and it becomes such a thing where you don't need HBO then yeah I would say pull out because at this point it's like well no because HBO Max is owned by Warner Brothers and they sold Crunchyroll so now I'm wondering does Crunchyroll stay on there or is Sony like nah Oh that's nah, gotta bro. that's got to come off. Nah, bro, I feel like that would come off. If they sold it, that comes off. It would have to, right? Because that's the part of the sale. It's a very limited section. Like, it's, only, it's not that much. It's not the full library. Right. That and that's part, and that could be, offer. that could lead to, you know, it could have led to the reason why they would have sold it in the first place. Because it's like, all right, we can make a quick bag off of something that you have already ventured into and have done successfully with the Funimation. Um, what you, the only thing you really need is your own platform in which to that people are going to go to, like HBO for for everything animation uh, or anime. Now you you know you bridge the two libraries together. You bridge the library together with the. Uh, ability or with the platform, Funimation or Crunchyroll being the platform, Funimation being the library. Cool. Crunchyroll does have a better app. Funimation app sucks. Funimation app sucks, <laughs> and, and, and that's probably why they, they they dropped that dollar to to buy instead of fighting with them, buy them. Because Funimation application too. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's money. that's money, money. That's that that's that Sony bread. You only get that with Spider Man money. Spider Man. Are we all ready to the last topic of the day? Because it's such a big topic. It's such a big topic. Such a big topic because. I mean, no, nah, I mean, we don't necessarily have to jump to Spider-Man yet. We can, we can, we can build, we can build to that because I mean, before we even get to the Spider-Man movie, we can talk about the other movies that are Sony related, like your, your Morbiuses and your Venom 2s. Nah, all that goes to Spider-Man. So we're going to get right back into it after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to Nerding with Friends. We've been boasting about Sony and all the power moves they've been making lately. But now we got to talk about the biggest news that come from Sony. And that's all the stuff we've gotten from Spider-Man 3. It looks like we might be getting some type of Spider-Verse movie. When you just look at some of the rumors and confirmations that have been circling around. You've got Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2 returning. You got Jamie Foxx, Electro, returning from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. You've got the director. Oh, uh, Doctor Strange is also supposed to show up in the Spider-Man movie. The director of the Doctor Strange sequel, The Multiverse of Madness, is the original director of the Spider-Man trilogy. And you've got Morbius and Venom releasing March 19th and June 25th. Yes, sir. And respectively, those movies lead up to the December release date of Spider-Man 3. Bro, you, you know why, like, with that being said, like, you know why I'm so much more on the line of this sinister, this, this massive Sinister Six? What's up? What's up? Is because Vulture is in Morbius's movie. He is. So he definitely approaches him with this this ma- this major plot. So I, I, I find it hard to believe that he wouldn't try to uh, approach Venom as well. But knowing the way that Venom and Eddie Brock work, they're going to push that shit off. And if not, they'll at least be trying to study what the fuck is really going on around here. Because you know Eddie always looking for that story. And with Vulture, let's not forget, he's also locked up with Matt Gargan, uh, the Scorpion. The Scorpion. So we've got Electro returning. We've got Dr. Octopus returning. We've got Vulture that's already in the MCU. We've got a Morbius movie. We've got a Venom that also introduces Carnage. About that's six that right time. there. We got, we got, a, we got, a, we got Prowler out there lurking. You got Prowler. You've got Shocker. You've got uh, Tinker. You got the Tinkerer. And you got uh, you have a uh, Mysterio still out there lurking. Mysterio, and then they could introduce a new villain in the movie as well. So that's at that least what they drop Craven on them. Oh, they've been talking Ooh, about Craven for a Craven, while. Yeah. <laughs> they do something where Craven's like uh, he travels the different timelines hunting Spider-Man. Mm. And he offed off the first two, and now he's on to uh, MCU Peter Parker. That'd be a really cool as a uh, way to make a futuristic Craven. Kind of bring him into the now. I'll be down with that. Yeah, because... 
we we also have to remember the last Spider-Man movie left on this cliffhanger of them supposed to know well that that Spider-Man is Peter Parker it was revealed and another rumor that was circling around was that Peter was going to need a lawyer first we got rumors that She-Hulk would be his lawyer but now we're starting to see more rumors that Charlie Cox's Daredevil will return to represent the young Peter Parker, bringing the Netflix movies, the Netflix shows into the MCU after it was stated that they were part of their own different universe. Boy, Marvel. You see, you know what I, I like about Marvel? Is even though DC has has shown to be afraid to steal Marvel's ideas. Marvel had no problem going and taking DC's idea and taking all of their sideline stories and merging that bit together and throwing a multiverse on that bit just to make it all make sense. They can be like that shit is so clean and dope because they I mean some of these characters did well. Like some of these characters hit their mark. Um and as much as it would be cool to see um, like a new newer versions of what's going on, it's also kind of dope dope to just pay homage to, you know, what we've seen up until this point, you know, being able to see those characters and those actors play those roles in the, the new age form of, you know, film, you know, like think about the way that, the first Spider-Man was shot in reference to the way that the current Spider-Man is shot. Now we get to see both of that together. And it's like, it's going to be so fucking cool, especially with all the characters that, that I, I feel like at this point, the way that Marvel's kind of operates is because we've seen what Endgame could do. Like how many, how many heroes and villains do you think fought for Earth in Endgame? Just a rough count. Too many. Too damn many. Could you imagine getting a spider a Spider-Man universe version of that and then moving on to seeing other kind of whole worlds kind of collide like that? Yeah. Because that's the way that's I mean, that's what we're that's what it seems like we're headed to. Like Spider-Man's got a whole slew of villains to deal with, and he's like 22. I don't think he's ready by himself. What? In the MCU, he's still in high school. Yeah, seventeen-year-old kid is definitely not ready. There's um, all this really starts off with Wandavision that comes out next month. That's really gonna open up this whole multiverse madness. It's either between that or whatever happened in Endgame when they went and did all the time travel stuff, which is really gonna affect the timeline and. I like that they're doing a Spider-Verse and how it's worked out because Spider-Man and in Marvel in comics, he's always been that character that has like an alternate version. Like you get an alternate reality, like, and just how a, a, a real life Spider-Verse has managed to portray itself in the past 20 years, we've had at least four different Spider-Man in movies, if you want to include the best Spider-Man movie into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Speaking of that, 
we might end up getting our first look at a live action Miles Morales. We know he's in the MCU. We don't know how old he is. We all probably said was he had a nephew that lives around here. Yep. So at the end of this movie, could we see Miles Morales take over the mantle? Peter Parker has been outed as Spider-Man. Doesn't seem like he wants to be the hero. He just wants to make a difference. And that might not mean being in the actual suit, kind of like paying respects to Tony Stark and it's the man and not the suit. So leaving the Spider-Man moniker behind and just being Peter Parker, who would help this new Spider-Man. I mean, that is usually the way that uh, the third movie goes in a franchise. So it's possible that we get that change, you know, that change. Um, Another thing that uh, my my father and I have been talking about a lot is that there's been a a subtle buildup to the Young Avengers. Uh, so, you know, who's to say that we don't get a, you know, some sort of a mix up with that as well? You know, maybe that's a way that they incorporate, you know, Miles Morales's training as a hero. Right. Because right. Peter Parker's still pretty young. Right? We can get another three movies out of him and, you know, you know, it may not feel like a lot because one of the things that we could also get is Peter Parker with the Fantastic Four because we know that they're coming as well. Yeah. Very true. I feel like since um, Marvel, the the MCU has killed Tony Stark, and you think about all the connections we won't get to see going forward, like not being able to see, hang on. We missed out on like Iron Man being able to interact with the Fantastic Four and um, you know, just a lot of characters we won't get to see Iron Man interact with. So I don't think it would be the worst thing if we don't get to see Peter Parker, Spider-Man interacting with the Fantastic Four or anybody else going forward. Like one of the things I hated about Endgame the most is that Black Widow was dead and she was the second or third hero we met in the MCU. And they had a whole girl power scene without Black Widow. That shit was ass, bro. Could you imagine? That's disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. That's her scene. Disrespectful as fuck. Like, she should be leading the charge. She was the first female hero. And then to not even have her funeral. I mean, they went back and and and, fixed that, but you shouldn't have to fix that. (laughs) Like, what? They like they 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 corrected that to some degree, but when? How? Um, it's in the when you buy the movie. I'm pretty sure it's in the. It's like an extra credit or something like that. No, it's not. It's it's not worth it. No, it's not. It, it's it's not what it should. That's be. not real. That it exists. No, it doesn't. It exists. I didn't think it existed at at first either. My dad. Uh, all words of my father. We'll bring him on eventually. We'll probably, for, I, I think it might be good to bring him on for the WandaVision episode. Whenever we get that that first episode, we'll cover. You know, we'll review it. We'll bring him on for that. Another thing I know is that they had that deleted scene where Tony was supposed to see his daughter all grown up when he did the snap. They left that out. I saw that. That's about it. 
But um, man, I want, I just want to see Spider Man and villain and villain Spider Man and Venom fight together for a little bit. Just, 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 just give me a, a quick ten minutes. You know, it would be interesting to see them interact, and especially yeah. since. If we're gonna go off that all three Spider-Man, uh, all three live-action Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland would interact at some point for them to see Venom, and knowing that uh, Venom also appeared in the original movie, mm-hmm. so Tobey Maguire would be familiar with him. You think about the amazing Spider-Man 2, um, they mentioned the artificial Venom being created. I don't know if they do these movies and they do this type of crossover, if they'll go further in the amazing Spider-Man 2 and maybe uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man knows about Venom too. So this the only one who wouldn't know about Venom would be Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can make that a good running joke with the other two Spider-Man having gone through, you know, not more than Tom Holland per se, but kind of having to do it more so on their own. Oh, yeah, they had to do so much more. Tom Holland has had so many mentors. Well, just the fact that he, you know, he lost Tony. You think um, everybody lost Uncle Ben. Yeah. You think Toby, he also lost Harry. Uh, yeah. Doc Ock, if they decide to move the timeline along, there's no way Aunt May is still alive. Nope. You think Andrew Garfield, he lost Gwen, yep. he lost her dad. Yep. And then his best friend, um, their Harry, isn't dead, but he's a villain. Another yep. villain we didn't take into consideration when talking about the Sinister Six, uh, Green Goblin from Amazing Spider Man 2. Mm-hmm. So they've all hit their tragedies and overcome them. Tom Holland's had a different one with losing Iron Man, but you would still expect these guys to be more seasoned than him. Right. And I can see, you know, he's got that, that, oh, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark type of, you know, personality. So I can see him kind of being like that towards these older versions of himself. Yeah. Dang, I completely forgot about this Green Goblin. I had to go look him up. From Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Yeah, he was there too. Was it bad or something? Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. It had a lot going on, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Definitely in the bottom two of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2, those are neck and neck for the worst two movies. I'd probably give... Damn, I don't don't even know which one I'd give the edge to. Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. So which one had Electro in it? Amazing Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay, so it was Electro and the Green Goblin. Oh, shit. Okay. Rhino also appeared. Another person we left off the list. I feel like they need to bring back my dog, Paul. Bring him back. Oh, man. 
I could do without it. I could I I could do without him. We didn't see much of him. I wasn't a big fan of the Rhino mech suit either. Mm-hmm. So would you would you have preferred like a uh, kind of like a Hulk type Rhino, or like an Abomination type Rhino? Um, I can get behind like an Exo suit that was more of like a suit mm-hmm. as opposed like as opposed to him being in a mechanical Rhino. Yeah, if that makes sense, like an Iron Man type armor, but it's like bulkier. Yeah, and definitely nowhere near as advanced. No, I can record that. <laughs> well, how do it look? I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to picture that in my head. Like, how, how will that like play out? Like, what would he, will he be capable of? Because, like, I feel like you could take that same kind of scope to make a steel. I mean, I just figured. In the comics, it's just just a just a strong guy with a horn on his head. He run ran <laughs> and stuff and knocks it down. Yeah, see, you you making me not want to have Rhino in this movie too either. Well, hey, you know, he feels out of place the, now. It wouldn't be the worst decision. I mean, he fits. If Electro fits, he fits. <laughs> if Electro <laughs> can fit in here, you've got a movie about different universes. It can all fit. Facts. I did see something interesting where um, J.K. Simmons, who is by far the uh, the voice I hear in my head when I think of J. Jonah Jameson now. <laughs> it was sure. the 90s one, but I J.K. Simmons bodied that role. Hell yeah. So when he came back for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, I believe that he said he was portraying the same character. And he said either before he was wearing a hairpiece or he lost hair. So some Mm -hmm. people have speculated that in the MCU, there was a Spider-Man before Peter Parker MCU. It doesn't make any sense. I just thought that I would mention it in case anybody else hears something as ridiculous as that. Where did you hear this from? Ah, man. I'd have to check my sources some some somewhere on YouTube. Hmm. I wonder how that would have worked. Like, who is this mystery-ass Spider-Man? It doesn't. It's right. just people rambling. And if people hear it, I want everybody to know that it's stupid. Yeah, that one, that one sounds like Don't some wild that. shit there. If they're trying to do that, push them toward the multiverse. It only makes sense. If this mm-hmm. movie is not a multiverse movie, I'm going to be very disappointed. I don't get, I don't fully get how, I mean, I get it. Nah. It's very, I felt like it was a grounded series. Yeah. For this third one, for them to go off the rails with a multiverse, especially, it was very, very, very subtly hinted at. And, um, far from home when you meet Mysterio he said he's from a different world 
but then you find out all that was a lie. But you know different worlds exist. So now it's... I, I think, I think it, you know, the moment they opened that up, that there were different realities and you could go to them, I feel like anything is possible. And... Um, anything is possible! <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to KG. <laughs> Big mad that he, uh, he wasn't wearing a Timberwolves jersey when he was winning that championship, but you know how it is. Uh, anyways... Um, no, so I feel like, uh, what as far, as far as realities go, you know, everything is about to change the minute WandaVision hits the screen. And I feel like it's almost going to be in a way where everyone's going to be kind of going through some sort of a dimensional shift. Like, I hope we don't see, I feel like the Spider-Verse is kind of the only one who really kind of capitalized on multiple universes kind of meeting one, like worlds colliding kind of situation. So that's why we're getting there. That's why we're getting it out of their uh, side of the Marvel Universe. But even, you know, the, the bringing in of the like mutants and the fact that we're going to get a lot more like stuff with the ancient creatures with the internals and stuff like that. I, I really feel like we're about to just see a lot of time shifts in world bending because one of the things that I don't know if it's true or not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give all the way into rumors, uh, but I also saw that they were looking into bringing back Kirsten Dunst's uh, Mary Jean and, Oddly enough, uh, Gwen Stacy, uh, excuse me, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy, which from what I know is dead. So that kind of, to me, that either hints to a different, a, you know, a Garfield and Gwen Stacy from a different universe. So like, what if in this universe, we're not like, what if like what we're thinking we're about, we're about to get is another Spider-Man when in reality, we're about to get Spider-Gwen. We could get a live action Spider-Gwen out of that. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I see it is like, why would she be alive unless they're messing with time? But I don't think they're messing with time anymore. I think they're messing with dimensions. So we would get different styles of these characters. We could even get all four of those characters in the same universe where Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is still there, but there's a Spider-Gwen as well, and Andrew Garfield's character dies within that movie mm. because that's, that's, that's how that story worked. Yeah, I like that. But I will say, in the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, that Spider-Man was hallucinating seeing um, Gwen's dad, Captain Stacy. Mm. So she could be a type of hallucination. Maybe he's thinking about not being Spider-Man again. Maybe this yeah. Peter Parker lost Aunt May. And after he lost Aunt May, he, you know, lost Aunt May. He lost Gwen. Maybe he didn't have anything. Harry's crazy. Maybe he went back into a depression and he's seeing yeah. the ghost again. But I, it would be great to see her come back as like a Spider-Gwen and see, you know, the Andrew Garfield 
Spider-Man interact with her. Yeah. Um, not so much Tobey Maguire because when Stacy was played by another person and had no type of good relationship, she was basically the other woman in the Spider-Man three movies. Literally the other woman. And we've heard nothing about her in the MCU. So, yeah, Spider-Gwen could definitely be a thing. Miles Morales could be a thing. That's like five Spider-People right there. Yo, they could, I mean, shit, they could go six on six, yo. You got five Spiders and then and then Venom? Uh, let's see. Who would I rather see than Venom? I'd rather see uh, Spider-Man 2099 that popped up at the end of Into the Spider-Verse when they did the Spider-Man meme. Mm. It'd be I cool. I can rock with that. Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. <laughs> if Spider-Ham pops up, yo, I'd be down with Spider-Noir before Spider-Ham. No. Another option, we're talking about Spider-Man from different worlds reminds me of the 1990s show. What if we see Spider-Carnage? What if in the Venom movie, the Venom sequel, the Carnage symbiote is separated from Carnage? It goes through some type of dimensional rift. We know in the Venom in the Venom universe, there's aliens. Why not? Why not? Gives a hold of a Spider-Man. Spider Carnage. Ooh. Maybe what if gets a hold it of Toby. Toby. Exactly. I was like, what if he gets a hold of Toby? <laughs> gets a hold of Toby. Like, he becomes Spider Carnage. I'll be down with that. didn't work out with him and Mary Jane. What if he gets a hold of Toby? Like, what if we get. Uh, I feel like there's a. Po- like, what if, what if the possibilities that we get an Agent Venom? Like. In the MCU? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I'm not a fan of the kid that plays Flash Thompson in the MCU. I'm I get not where they're either. going. I get where they're going, but not a fan of it. I'm really not a fan of him either. So that's that would be one of the ones I would hope that he 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 hopped on somebody from the past or some new character from. I mean, have we seen a Flash Thompson in each each universe now? We definitely got one in the first two movies. Yep. It's, cool because the Flash Thompson and the Sam Raimi series the first Spider-Man movies is the same actor who is now playing Deathstroke in the DCEU. Nice. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Joe uh, Joe Mint, I can't say his, I can't remember. Sophia Vergara's husband. That, that, smart. Good man. And he also showed up in um, the Amazing Spider-Man series, Mark Webb, by Mark Webb. But I couldn't place the actor's name or anything else he's been in. Either one of those two I would prefer over this flash they've got in the MCU. Like I said, I get the direction they were going, but, you know, Flash Thompson's an old school bully. Some things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, shall I say, if it ain't broke, don't break it. <laughs> but, uh, you about ready to wrap this up? But, uh, yeah. 
Alright, cool. You 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 ever watched um uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. You remember that butt um episode? <laughs> kind of. When they had to drink every time she said but um. Mhm. Got drunk and shit. Might be that shit editing. But yeah, Spider Man three. A lot of big shit happening. Bravo, Sony. Bravo. Good job. Well done. Y'all still can't hold water and all your shit get leaked. Hey. But at least it's good shit this time. They just got too much shit in the pot. Like, they can't keep that shit closed. It's not their fault. It is It is very much their fault. When you when you got this much heat, it's going to bubble, man. That's why a nigga... Sometimes it bubble over. Why a nigga in India hacked my Sony account. Because they don't know how to keep shit secure. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry for that. That sounds very unfortunate for you, sir. It happens. Your experience with, with, with Sony has, have not been uh, ideal, it seems. <laughs> uh, it was just a one faux pas. Other than that, I don't have any problems with them. And it seems like they're doing well for themselves. I fucks with you, Sony. Until next time, it's been me, your boy, Zero Money Money. That's C.R.O. Double Dollar Sign. Yo, and it's me, your boy Codename Comet. And we out. Peace. Peace.